0: Hello listeners, this is Krishna with Hindu Lit, a podcast where I narrate to you, the listener, stories from Indian literature including legends, mythologies and history. Today's story is about the Rakshasa Basmasura. This Rakshasa carries the favor of Lord Shiva, one of the Trimurti, to receive a boon that would allow him to destroy anything that he placed his hand on. Basmasura was a devotee of Lord Shiva. Despite being a devotee, he was not of noble intentions. He wanted to rule over people and he sought to receive the blessing of Shiva. After ardent meditation, Basmasura was able to successfully carry the favor of Lord Shiva. Shiva, pleased by his devotion to him, appeared before Basmasura. Basmasura prostrated before Shiva and requested his blessing. Shiva told him that he would grant him a boon and asked him to make a request. Basmasura, as I said earlier, was a rakshasa and like other rakshasas, was guided by his baser impulses. He wanted to conquer and terrorize people and he knew that the Devas and the other gods could prove a threat to him. So, he asked Shiva to grant him a boon that if he placed his hand on someone's head, they would immediately turn to ash. A literary note. Bhasma means ash, and basmasura is a combination of basma and asura. Shiva realized that granting the boon to Basmasara would lead to misuse and could be used to terrorize the good people of all the Lokas. However, Basmasara was his devotee and he decided to grant him the boon nevertheless. Dear listener, you might wonder why did Shiva grant such a boon? As a god who is generally considered omniscient, and could therefore foresee the ill that could be wrought by Basmaswara, why did Shiva grant the boon nevertheless? The gods rarely grant a boon that is all-powerful and can be used for ill. As creators, protectors and destroyers of all things in the universe, even the Rakshasas are their creation and therefore their children. Much like a good parent who might still dote on a naughty or obnoxious child and grant this child's wants and needs, this same parent will do so with certain limits. The gods do grant destructive boons to their children, in this case the Rakshasas, knowing that they may wield it for ill, but often hope that their child or creation will use their will in an appropriate manner. Nevertheless, given that such power can be used for ill, they do leave room for a potential exploit. The Indian gods rarely, if ever, require, command, demand or dictate how their creations live their life or make use of their power, natural or supernatural powers. Their creations have the freedom to make their own choices and decisions and equally to succeed or fail because of them. Having said that, they do oversee the universe and try to guide it towards a universal good. Shiva grants Basmasura his boon and returns to his abode. Basmasura then uses his power to terrorize the sages and other good people on earth. The sages rush to Vishnu and pray for his protection. Vishnu hears the request and agrees to assist. Vishnu takes the form of Mohini, a beautiful damsel, dancer and enchantress. She approaches Basmasara dancing in a sensual manner. Basmasura was stricken by Mohini's beauty and approaches her. Mohini continues to dance and Basmasura watches her salivating. After a while, she invites him to join her. He joins and dances along with her. Mohini motions to imitate her postures and dance movements. Basmasura does so and is elated to have the attention of this beautiful damsel. Mohini continues to encourage Basmasura to imitate her, the posture of her face, the rotation of her eyes, how she moved her hips, how she guided her hands and legs. Basmasura does his best to imitate her posture himself. Finally, as they are dancing, Mohini ends with placing her hand on her head. Basmasura Following Mohini, without thinking, places his hand over his head and turns to ash immediately. Thus ended the tyranny of Basmasura There are some variations to the story. One version has Basmasura, after receiving the boon from Shiva, desirous to test his boon tries to place his hand on Shiva's head. A humorous version of the story has Shiva running and hiding in a cave and Mohini coming to Shiva's rescue. The rest transpired much like the original story. However, this is merely a humorous retelling of the original story. Shiva never actually ran from Basmasara and could not be harmed by the boon he granted. You might wonder why Vishnu didn't just nullify the boon granted by Shiva. Vishnu certainly could do that if he chose to. However, such an action would directly cancel and challenge boon granted by Shiva. If the gods chose to constantly cancel the boons or actions by the other gods, it would render the extreme efforts needed to receive the boon meaningless. The boon may also have some other purpose to serve in the universe and they need to complete their course before it can be withdrawn. I like taking the analogy of the parent who grants his naughty or obnoxious child their wants. If one parent gives in to this child's wants and the other parent immediately dismisses it, it can lead to a potential conflict between the parents as it undermines the autonomy and decision-making enterprise of the other parent. This parent might pursue a course of action that limits the child's abuses in a more creative way that does not directly undermine the other parent, yet achieves the purpose of curtailing the inappropriate actions. That's it for today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed the story from our Indian literature. Join us again next time for another story.